I'm Vince. And I'm Travis. And we're about to ruin your games and stuff. This is Travis! Welcome to Undesign. Well, hey there, Trav. How you doing today, bud? Hi, Vince. I'm great, man. Um, I'm super stoked to be here today because we got another, another like one of my favorite topics, which is rare because I hate everything. So I don't know if this one's close to your heart or not, but I rolled 38, which was random encounters. I am so surprised to hear that this is one of your favorite topics. I love it, man. Just like I loved talking about random tables, uh, you know, near the beginning of our, our uh, podcast broadcast run. Uh, yes. That was fun. And I'm interested in this one. Well, then I'm going to let you start out here, man. If, you, if you're if you're the one jazzed sure. for random encounters, take us through it. What 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 are random encounters, Travis? How have they historically been used? Holy crap. No, I don't know anything about history. But uh, random encounters, I mean, anybody who plays RPGs um, is bound to run into a random table or two, either an adventure or in a campaign uh, campaign book or whatnot, that has like uh, a list of possible encounters um, that you can roll up to uh, challenge your group or your group of PCs with, whatever, as a GM. And, you know, you roll it, and you see what happens, and you throw it at your players. That's what it is. That's what a random encounter table is. Um, am I wrong? That I, I, I think I summed it up properly. I think you're right. Historically, it's often, though not always, been like a group of random monsters usually native to that location, right? But yeah, Yes and no. I guess it depends on the quality of the writing. That's a good point. Sometimes the random encounter tables. I think of... um. What was it? Was it like the Tomb of Horrors where Lich was on the random encounter table? Like, yeah, that tracks. I think that's that. I think that, that's a real thing. Yeah, I Lich. You know, like like how do ancient, you randomly encounter that? Yes, an ancient arch wizard who spent years, decades, perhaps centuries, in pursuit of eternal life and an ancient forgotten formulae is just you know wandering around. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I, I and I'm sure other things like that, like weird stuff. Like I'm sure dragons in in campaign settings that dragons are highly intelligent ancient beings exist on a lot of random encounter tables. Um, and I'm sure it's because the writers put it in there as a zippy thing. It's like, oh, look what look, look what I'm doing. I'm putting the most powerful thing and, and the most intelligent thing possible on the list, and that's interesting and cool, right? Yeah, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I could see a dragon as a random encounter. I suppose, um, of a particular young age in the particular right setting. That is to say, like, let's say I happen to be wandering through an, a deep, dark wood, right? Well, it could be possible there's a young green dragon living in that woods who hasn't, like, established himself yet as being, you know, a true monstrosity. Let's say, like, a very young, right? Sure, absolutely. And that would, that would you know, present itself much like, you know, encountering another intelligent creature of a similar power level to, you know, a group of player characters. Right. But clearly, they, they should fall off the random encounter chart pretty fast, yeah? Because once they get to the point where it's like, I don't know, adult or something, then mm -hmm. they should be an established creature that's, you know, part of a planned encounter. You know, something like that, right? Yeah. Well, okay. So, I mean, all that, all that kind of points to the, the, the problem, though. Random encounters are weird, all right? They're a weird thing. Yes. They're... They are actually a different uh, – th this is why it's a separate topic on our list. It's because they are different from just random tables in general. Um, random encounters are weird because 
random stuff can like really spice up a game by giving you know your GM and your player something new to play out that they might not have considered playing out without the guidance and determination of a random roll, you right. know, telling them what to do. But random stuff can also be this this humongous detriment to like a really highly focused game where the, the GM and the players are lasered in on a really tight, tight-knit, tight-woven, expertly-paced storyline yep. because it, it can throw a curveball or a monkey wrench that, that disrupts both you know, the story direction and the pace without essentially adding anything to the overall experience. Um, it's like, okay, it's like in writing uh, fictional stories, a good rule of thumb with, with the caveat that, that most or all rules are meant to be broken when appropriate, uh, is that all action, all of the action that you write into a story should either move the plot forward or develop the characters, or both and more, right? Um, yep. Filler should be avoided at all costs, and I think that's where random encounters fail really hard. Um, like, and so it, it, when I when I look at random encounters and the way people probably tend to deploy them, I don't like them very much. Okay, because people will tend to look at them as a table to roll during play or something. I don't think that's a good idea. I think random encounters are best served by using them when you're either constructing an adventure or when you're preparing an adventure that's already been constructed. Okay. Um, because preparation for the GM is essential for things like that, um, especially if you're not good on the fly. Some GMs don't perform as well on the fly as others. I think in almost every case, it's better to do it beforehand, although random, those random encounter tables can provide interesting things for very experienced GMs who are good at doing things on the fly, of course, but they still would benefit more from predetermination of these, quote, random things. I don't. I'm going off off topic here. I guess I don't know. I no, know you're not. not. You're, I'm... you're really setting up exactly what I want to talk about because you're you're hitting so many good points. Um, like, and I really wanna I really wanna laser in on a couple of the super good points you yeah, put in laser. there. So laser, laser in, laser. Yeah, I love lasers, man. Pretty sweet. So, uh, let's let's start with the, I think the most important point that you made, which is people tend to use these as sort of a thing during the game where like, okay, I'm walking from we're we're we as a group are walking from A to B, right? And as we're walking from A to B, uh, the DM decides he needs some filler and so cracks a book and rolls and oh look, it's five knolls. Okay, so five knolls attack the party. You're walking through the woods and five knolls jump out. Ha ha all right. Um, I have a funny story to share here. Would you like a funny story, Travis? Share a funny story. If you if you make me laugh, you get some bonus laser points. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready for laser points. I'm so, probably not going to laugh. So, well, we'll see. Uh, so here's what happened. Uh, we were playing a game in Ebron. This is during third edition. And the GM was a relatively new, new-ish GM. Okay, not super new. We had, he had a couple games under his belt, but, you know, a few years. And we were going from one town to another in Ebron, you know, as you do. And the GM used the random encounter table that was included in the pre-written adventure. This was a sort of, you know, pre-packaged adventure booklet, right? Yeah, this would be the typical use. Yes. <laughs> and as we're walking along, he rolls randomly, and most of the encounters on the chart were what you would expect. Natural creatures, bandits, you know, nonsense. Nonsensory, right? However, there was one roll on the chart that was a mummy. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. That's cool. We're wandering in the wilderness, and a mummy walks out. This is a, this guy's on the chart, and he has a name and everything. Let's call him. Oh Imhotep. my god. 
Okay, let's call him Imhotep the Mummy. It wasn't his name, but it doesn't matter. All mummies are named Imhotep, as we know. How long has he been wandering in the forest? <laughs> what is he doing there? <laughs> I have a lot of questions. I feel like he's been walking from the, like from a desert somewhere, and he's just finally found the forest. Yes, to be clear, years. we were not in a desert. We were in a verdant, temperate environment. This is like walking around in Ohio, and a mummy jumps out at you. Okay. Like even even the best preservation techniques, I don't know if he's gonna last long. Yeah, humidity's not great. So okay, so out jumps Imhotep and confronts us, and he's like, "I am Imhotep, the ever living, right?" <laughs> and he so he attacks us. Like no discussion. Just this dude's out for blood. He's been wandering a while. He wants to give some mummy rot out. So whatever, we have a fight with him. We defeat him. Then everybody's like, well, that was weird, right? What was a mummy doing here? That is insane. Yeah. That's... So we're just like, well, no time to investigate this very strange mystery, which let me just pause this to say to go the road not traveled. That could have been an, it could have been amazing, like an awesome sub story for the PCs yeah. to employ by a GM who was prepared. Like he rolls it, sees this and goes, there's a story what the here. hell? <laughs> right, yeah. And just like. Decides to spin out a whole new story from this weird mummy because yeah. it could have been amazing. The, the GM, as the editor of this newspaper he's writing, needs to be like, "We're you got you got that story. Go go write that story." Exactly. Like you got I, a good lead. Exactly. Exactly. You've got a hot lead. You need to follow up on this. Okay. Now, but this isn't done yet. Okay. This is what's so dumb. So. The, the the table, as often, said roll once, because all these, like, a lot of old adventures said roll once for every X hours or yeah. days or whatever that the PCs They often had co complex timekeeping settings. Yeah, just whatever, which, which, by the way, let me just say, you should pretty, as a GM, I think almost, this is a true in a carte blanche way, throw that nonsense out the window. Roll when you feel is appropriate. That is the amount of times you roll. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it becomes drudgery. But anyways, so this said roll every day. So he did. It took maybe, let's say, I think we had about four days of travel to go from A to B. So he rolled every day. So day one, we meet we meet Imhotep. Day two, nothing. Day three, he rolls again. And what does he roll, Trav? He didn't roll a mummy again, did he? He rolled the same result. So the <laughs> oh, mummy no. comes back out and confronts us again. And we're like, what the hell? Didn't we is kill it this Imhotep guy? Again, or it's is the it same like, dude. Is, is, is it his, his, his hetero life mate? I mean, what's going on? Nope, he rolls it as the same thing. He's like, nope, it's Imhotep again. Like, again. So Imhotep comes out. He's like, I'm Imhotep the ever-living. I'm going to kill you. So we kill him again and again we don't go down the road of exploring this <laughs> like, why is he here what is going on that's insane so i think one i think i got a laugh out of you at least chuckle so yeah, that's solid man so <laughs> my point 14 is 14 laser points buddy thank you so my point is the the it's a funny story because the GM should have used that to start something new and amazing, right? Right. There are so many storylines that could have gone out from, like, like spiderwebbed out from that. Yeah. Um, it sounds like, unfortunately, the GM just wasn't prepared for that kind of thing and looked at it more as, you know, another random encounter um, in, instead of an interesting thing. So it was just filler. Yeah. And, and that's really sad 
because this is the this is the universe smiling upon you right right and twice that, twice and and giving you just just the the hottest potential for an amazing story to just start right but i assume it played out more like here's another skeleton a mindless skeleton you fight yes. there you go yes oh you broke the mindless skeleton time to move on camp correct so yeah, that's unfortunate. That's that's one of those those unfortunate examples of how random tables are approached, generally speaking. But yeah. if he had rolled this stuff up beforehand and prepared something to go along with that mummy, look, like looked at that mummy and been like, "This doesn't belong in the forest." There's a reason, you know. Yes. This is stranger in a strange land. We need to yep. figure it out. Yep. Um, the players are going to love this because they've never they would never have thought that they're going to fight a mummy or or talk to a mummy in the middle of a forest. We need to, we need to do something with this, but. People don't approach random tables that way a lot of times. Right. Yep. Absolutely. And I so I think your your statement about pre-rolling, don't don't feel like you gotta do it during the game. If you look and see you've got some random encounters, just roll it out and see if it gives you some ideas. Use them to build off of, right? There could have been an amazing adventure hidden under there of what was Imhotep the Ever Living doing wandering around a commonly traveled <laughs> road through a forest, right? Like merchants use this road regularly. We weren't in like the deep wilderness here. We and were what on, sorcery like... brought him back a second time? Right, exactly. There's so many unanswered questions. Um, so that leads me right to the fact that the quality of the random encounter table, I think, is such a huge deal because random encounter tables that are just full of like some wolves and some bandits and some whatever. Those are fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with them, and you could certainly use them and still make interesting stories out of them. Um, so, for example, you pre-roll up the bandits. Well, why are the bandits bandits? Are they like Robin Hood and his merry men? Is the sheriff corrupt? Like, even simple things like that can start interesting stories off if you're yeah. willing to go that road. But I would like to point everyone toward the three-part adventure of the, of the Randall Morn series. Okay, so this was back during second edition. You can usually find these adventures. They are still a bit expensive because they're they're classic they're, now. They're classic and in fairly high demand. But it's a great three part adventure. I really do like it. It's about restoring Randall Morn, the sort of deposed ruler of Daggerdale, to his throne in the Forgotten Realms. Anyway, the the that contain that adventure contains random encounters appropriate to all the different geographic locations you will travel through. And because the story is so tightly contained in this one area of Daggerdale, they're able to get really granular, right? So like when you're on road A or road B or this particular woods or this other woods or this city, right? Very, very detailed random encounters. Or specific, I should say. and Right, because they're based on, on myths, legends, and hearsay about that specific area. Bingo, bango. And what's cool about them is they're not all fights, right? Right. They're hooks, right? They're, they're yes. Hooks are, are much more important than whatever the, the creature might be. Yes, exactly. So, Except in the case of the mummy, because that's a great hook on itself. It's pretty hilarious. And, and to the point where they're not even all people. So there's one where you're traveling in like uh, sort of the foothills next to the mountains that, uh, that abut Daggerdale and are sort of the border of it. And one of the things you can find is the red ghost. I'm making finger quotations. You can't see them, but I made finger quotes because the red ghost is like this strange uh, environmental ecological phenomena that like where the sun and the wind and the sort of natural phenomenon of the mountains 
hit at the right time, you get this strange red floating, almost like Aurora mm-hmm. Borealis effect at a low altitude that sort of lights up the air in the immediate area. And the locals um, think of it as like this sort of strange ethereal spirit, but it's not. It's just it's just a weather phenomenon, right? But, but that would still spark interest in a group who hadn't seen anything like that before. Exactly. It's such so it's a cool great. flavor in the world, right? Because it it's it's crazy detailed immersion in that part of the world. And then mm-hmm. it's something that you can have a conversation with about other NPCs in the world. It makes the experience real. Because yeah, it's it doesn't not... just dr- it doesn't just drive the char- drive the characters themselves. It drives the character of the world. So it's exactly. very interesting. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It, you know, there's a huge deal to like making the world feel real. And if literally around every corner is just another group of people waiting to jump you and punch you, then it just feels like an MMO or a video game or something like that, right? Right. Where Here's it's the like, spawn point. Exactly. Um, whereas stuff like this really does make the world real. So I would say that, you know, having, if you're going to make your own random encounter tables or you're going to use them, don't be feel like fights are the only answer there. I think other things can be just as useful, if not more so. Um, and when you use them... Mm-hmm. They're called random encounters, not random fights. Yes, so exactly, exactly. Um, it can be people who are helpful. It can be people who are neither and just other people, right? Wandering the yep. road. Um, I think that would actually traveling, be the most Traveling common. shops, you know, wandering, yep. wandering gypsies, uh, a random black obelisk in the middle of the road. I mean... Yeah. whatever i mean random encounters yes uh so i i think that all those points that you made are are really solid and and i think that you know we we have this sort of mantra trav that we return to all the time but i feel behooved to mention it again which is you are the master of the table as the gm not the other way around right Mm, don't let the don't let the rules rule you yeah, exactly. Like if you roll something and it's just dumb or just doesn't work, then don't use it. Like and don't feel like you have to shoehorn it in. You don't have to. Then again, if you see something, you roll something and it's dumb and it's dumb to the extent that you feel like you can really really get something out of it in your game, then sure, try. Yeah. Give it some thought, but again, do it use it when you think you're going to get good traction out mm-hmm. of it. Not the other way around, right? Yeah, use it when appropriate. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what what other thoughts did you have about random encounters, Travis? Uh, that's it. I don't. I don't. I don't care anymore. <laughs> you have reached the end of your. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna call your... it undesigned because I'm done. There, there ain't nothing else to talk about. Come on. Uh, random encounters, undesigned. I agree. There you go, undesigned. Thank you very much, everybody. We certainly appreciate you listening. We hope you have lots of great random encounters with red ghosts or random mummies. As always, if you want to reach out to us with any great examples, stories, or suggestions for future topics, you can find the email in the description below. We always love to hear from you. Thanks very, thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.